and now in Xbox Series X world premiere. Join Kyle, Hunter, Brooks, and Josh, your favorite podcast hosts, in an Xbox Series X optimized open world RPG. After the gang discovers a mysterious USB drive at a barbecue restaurant in Texas, they must journey to the peaks of Mount Doom and Mordor to cast the drive in the lava. Featuring more than 69 hours of unique voice lines, including... Yeah, can I get some extra ranch for my fries here? Pickle my taint! Hey there, weary travelers. I've got wares if you've got some coin for me. And so much more. Nobody said anything about pickles and nickels pickles or... <laughs> I'm trying to order over here and you're over here narrating. Tom Hardy, Tom Softies. What, what is happening? <laughs> I can't oh, talk wait. about taints oh, a lot. I thought, it, I, got, I thought it was on brand. I the got taint you. one, I'll give a pass. That was pretty on brand. I got you, Josh. Uh, yeah. Hey there, weary travelers. Come on in and dust off the Nichols Pickles. Male exotic strip club and gourmet pickle bar. I've got a little kids running around the street village here, handing out flyers. If you find one, you can use it as a coupon. It'll take a gold coin off each of your entry fee. And remember, at Nichols Pickles, looking will cost you, touching will cost you more. Beautiful. <laughs> Do you have cock rings that when you put them on, you turn invisible? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, kind of like the Lord of the Rings thing. Kyle, <laughs> 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 uh, you just want to make a, a like a Lord of the Rings porn parody RPG? I don't think I have to make it. I'm sure it's already been done. Okay, that's fair. Well, give me the link to that, Josh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I got we'll in the footnotes. I got derailed. I got derailed. So, uh, the interim vice president of What's in the Box fan club, Ryan, raves about the game. The character models are very accurate. <laughs> that's about well. the worst thing that could happen. Uh, I mean, that's, a three, that's a three-star review. Yeah, yeah, that's a three-star review for you. That's, uh, you know. No trickery here. Yeah. Uh, we're very brave. Oh, we're very brave. Yeah. Move. What's Don't the title of the game, Josh? <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Dove. Love the skin you're in. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, what's the title of the game? Uh, um, I was hoping you would tell the good folks at home that, Brett. <laughs> Maybe it'll be in the box at the end. I don't know. Who knows? We we will be writing the coattails of Cyberpunk and have a gender-fluid endowment bars. Wow. Spoiling the news section a bit there, bud. CD Projekt Red walks so we can run. Thank you. (laughs) That's right. Um, Well... Uh, you're listening to What's in the Boxy Xbox News Reviews, Theories, and Conspiracies Podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh Hutton. Tonight on the show, we're discussing the Series X gameplay reveal that occurred today, as well as reviewing Sega Streets of Rage 4. But first, a bit of news. Hunter, we're going to start with you. Um, so this has been a weird time for the competitive gaming landscape in general, but things took a particularly odd turn for one Overwatch team over the last... Uh, a couple weeks. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? 
I will give you the short version because uh, sure. we got a lot of fun shit to talk right, about. Right, right. The uh, the Vancouver Titans they won second place last year. Oh, lost fuck, not lost the to the Titans. I know they got them, bro. <laughs> Son of a got bitch. Em. The COVID's fucking got them. So oh. they've lost uh, effectively every member of their roster, including two coaches and the head coach. Yikes! Mutually, they're just, they're all they just Korean. misplaced them. Oh well. <laughs> Might have. I mean, how many Koreans are in? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fucking stupid. Josh. Did the Maple Gods get first? I don't know. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or Maple Angels? I can't remember what the name is. Okay. Me either. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they they all left. Uh, the team, the Titans, is saying that it was because of COVID nineteen. And it's because they had to send them all back to Korea when the outbreak started. Sure. And yeah. they, they, there's talk of them trying to ch- switch into the Asian League, and it was all doing th- – there's just a huge amount of logistical problems for that. But for one, are they still the Vancouver Titans if they're across <laughs> Korea? That's Live a bit strange. Korea. Right. It's the Vancouver. That, that's the short version. They literally lost, like, everybody. There was one guy, and I, I've heard his name, but I'm going to fuck it up, Bayek. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the guy who was released, quote-unquote, for a, quote-unquote, violation of his contract, and that has not been uh, explained what that was, but everybody else just kind of left. That's what the team is saying. There's been some, apparently, some shenanigans, uh, according to players and some other anonymous contacts, as far as like unsatisfactory housing conditions or it's not like they were living in, in slums, but apparently it was just like concrete rooms where like small hotel rooms effectively where they lived and played Titans say that it's the same place that, uh, I don't know, probably a hockey team. (laughs) Some, I can't remember some professional (laughs) team, uh, houses out of, so they say it was adequate and they agreed to it when they started. It's like a Um, dorm. Yeah, 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 something like that. Uh, I mean, that, that's it's really they, the upshot. If they became like the Tennessee Oilers, because I think that name's free. It's available. <laughs> think it's no, available. no, no. Here's what they're doing. Okay. They're doing. Uh, hey, hey, everybody. Uh, Ryan here. Um, <laughs> here's what they're doing. They're doing the same exact thing that everyone else in the world is doing right now. They're using COVID as an excuse. <laughs> That's oh, all boy. I've done since this started. <laughs> you know, oh, I don't, I can't go to this Zoom meeting. I'm feeling a little, little COVID-y today. No, <laughs> sorry, honey, I, I, I can't make dinner today. You know, the COVID's got me hard. Um, yeah. Can't take out the trash. COVID, all over yeah. that dumpster out this there. This dry cough about me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They've been trying to get out of there for a while. They want to go back. COVID hits, boom. Now they got their excuse. Pull them up. Gun yeah. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It seemed, it's the strangest thing to me is the, the volume of the team that left. It's, oh, sure. It's, it's enough that they, they had, they had to go back. Cause I assume it was some kind of work visa, I guess is what it would probably amount to. Right. Yeah. For them to be in. And that's, that's really the, the whole thing. But I did notice something interesting in this article that, uh, on Specter is the Overwatch League vice president. Said that token hmm. drops is on Twitch, 
or you get in-game currency for Overwatch to buy uh, like uh, loot boxes effectively is they're going to start adding that onto some other stuff where you can get just for watching Overwatch League games, you get Overwatch in-game currency to buy loot boxes, which I thought was pretty cool. I'm not sure how uh, widespread that is, but it looks like they're going to try to be doing that on more than just Twitch future, which I thought was interesting. Cool. Uh, But that's really the... That's really the thing. Effectively, the the Vancouver Titans are still a thing, but they have no team and no coaches. Basically, just the fucking name. We'll yeah. we'll see how how that comes around. It's weird that it was one of the the high ranking teams and including the the season two MVP. He, uh, is not, I'm sorry, he wasn't the MVP. He was a contender. They lost, so he didn't fucking get it. He dick, Ganu. Just kidding. He's fantastic, but uh, that's the story. I'll keep you posted. I'm sure that's enough, a really, come out of that's a really interesting idea, and I'm wondering how it's going to transfer to other other media. You know, you watch the Overwatch League games, oh, right, right. you get stuff. What? Where's this going to go next? Is my question. Mm-hmm. Like, if I watch oh. an NFL game, do I get? Uh, you gonna? Yeah, like a, no, you get four fifty off your pizza from Papa John's, bro. For watching oh. the commercial. Yeah. I think, that I, think okay. I think this is a good idea. Yeah, it's, it's really put interesting. Put in the code. Fucking four fifty off pizza. Boom. NFL it's did what, it first. It's, it's what mobile games are doing right now. That's what every mobile game is. Um, here, take some free gold if you watch this ad. Right. And you no. know what? I'm I'm okay with that. That's fair <laughs> to me. I'll watch your ad. Give me some of those some of those uh, dragon crystals. Give me some of the good. Good. I want the sixty seven sixty second ad. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. They get me it's on that every time. 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 I won't pay the 99 cents to get all that shit without watching the ad and buying yeah. the game, same but I'll watch enough. an endless parade of bullshit ads. The same ads targeted to like 11 year olds. Exactly. What I'm saying with the chick with the tits. It's like, mm-hmm. is it going to fuck her? Probably not because it's a, it's, it's an apple. You want to know the secret? There's a secret, a secret to get around all of these ads. It's a uh, here. Watch, watch this. You know, 120 second ad. You get 200 gold pieces. I hit play. Right? Yeah, I'll watch this ad. I go pee pee. Oh, <laughs> don't even watch it. Oh. I don't even watch it. Oh my god, you don't even watch it. Come anyway. back. Oh boom, boom, god. boom. 200 gold pieces. That's really I dishonest, Brian. Yeah, man. <laughs> really dishonest, Brian. Yeah, maybe uh, Josh. Maybe edit that out. I don't know if. Uh, yeah, I'll probably get complicated and they'll take your dragon crystals huh. away. Like they're going to catch on. Yeah. <laughs> is going to uninstall their app yeah. on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think. Well, uh, speaking uh, of yeah, uh, sp- speaking of things that that are probably not worth it, but you're okay with it anyways, Kyle. Let's talk a little Come bit on. about Assassin's Creed Valhalla and how it's going to be smaller and shorter than Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, the, this article really hit home with that, uh, that title. <laughs> I mean... Um, yeah, sorry about that. It was hard to read. It's all I could think about. It really got me self-conscious. <laughs> but, uh, well, the smaller and shorter part got you self-conscious? Oh, yes, Ryan, I'm very again. insecure. Really? I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you're... I mean, you're five foot ten. No, five foot eleven. Oh my bad. Depends mm-hmm. on which bank he's walking into, right? 
That's a very obscure <laughs> bit. I apologize. <laughs> Kyle, tell us about this article. <laughs> Let's see, last on that one. But, uh, Got the yes, little measure. We have the okay. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, much shorter. Hey, uh, we're having uh, a lot of comments on the Assassin's Creed Odyssey about it being too long and filled with fluff. So they decided to make a more dense game with Valhalla being four kind of densely laid out areas of uh, England in hopes of having a, you know, it's still a pretty good story. I think the wood of that video is 40 plus hours still, I think. Still crazy amount of time. So, yeah. Well, and to me, the question is, are they like, is it smaller and shorter because they're removing a lot of stupid shit? That was just yeah, repetitive, that, like I mean, Fetch that was Quest, like mm-hmm. which is yeah. the same thing that happened, in my opinion, to Fallout. You know, they mm-hmm. add all the Fetch Quest and shit in 4 that just didn't add anything. If they're doing right. it for that reason, then yeah, I mean, you got me, because I don't want to put 80 hours into an Assassin's Creed game. I really don't want to put 40 hours into an Assassin's Creed game, but if it's good content, I will. So, if that's the reason, then, you know, no, that's, cheers that to you. That is the reason. Mm-hmm. That was the fluff they were talking about from the Odyssey, just a lot of those... Yeah, Random. I think that's a good move. Because I, I know yeah, Hunter, I you and Kyle hung in there and played through it, loved the game. And I was really enjoying okay. it, but I, I got to a part where it was like kind of, I, I hit like diverting paths where it was like, I can go here, I can go here, and eventually you're going to have to go to both these places or whatever. And it was just like a really long ship ride to both places. And I was just like, ah, fucking Christ. And I never finished the game because that one, one long <laughs> ship ride, I was just like, I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> over. I was just gonna ask Josh if uh, if he was did, so you went on a boat trip. <laughs> oh, motherfucker! Josh, yeah. you could have went on the boat trip and I could have, but I didn't. And I then quit. came back. <laughs> you could have just sat on the boat, gone pee pee, and come back. <laughs> and yeah. there you go. Bam! You've been teleported. It's the secret. It's the secret, Josh. <laughs> now, what what you're talking about there, though, is that is what has happened to me with every single Assassin's Creed game since the first one, even in the first burn one, out that on happened, you burn out. I yeah. remember when the first one came out in, that was what freshman year of high school for us. Yeah, something like that. Maybe. About, about in there. Yeah. And I remember thinking, man, this game is amazing. This is changing everything. And I played the crap out of that game. And then eventually about halfway through, you get to the point where it's like, well, this is the same thing I've been doing. The difficulty yeah, I, spike isn't doesn't make it more interesting. I'm not unlocking new mechanics. The game hasn't changed. I don't. I'm, I'm not incentivized to finish this thing. And that's how it's been for every single one, even the one that I enjoyed the most, which was Black Flag, which I think is probably one of the biggest departures from the Assassin's Creed formula. Sure. Um, even that one, which I loved, mm-hmm. I still. I mean, I got maybe three fourths of the way through, and then there was just no. No reason for me to continue it. So I honestly haven't played any of the newer ones. Yeah. I feel yeah. like Isla looks good. I like the setting. I think sure. maybe other than Black Flag, that's the most interesting setting, I think. But I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. It looks cool. And and I really do think that, you know, trimming the fluff from it is going to mm-hmm. be in its best interest. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking of trimming the fluff, Boy. Cyberpunk's... Oh. Uh, ESRB rating dropped, and uh, you can trim more than just the fluff, boys. You can get some full-on genitals customization going on. I'm in the bush. Hey-oh. Uh, that's the, and topical. 
that's the uh the big news out of there <laughs> yes our b rating uh so there's a pretty lengthy paragraph as to why it was rated mature um <laughs> a lot of sex and violence uh you know that everybody knew was going to be be in there uh if you want to lengthy summary on this in a recent article uh forbes has it up of course by paul tassie our friend uh, paul tassie friend of the show our, yeah everybody paul tassie uh his his social media handle is uh tallahassee paul i don't fucking know um anyways yeah he opened his article by by saying uh he said i've got to be honest i never thought i'd put the word genitals in a headline here in my video game beat but here we are and cd project red is boldly going where few have dared to tread um, so it's, it's pretty neat. You know, the reasoning behind it is they're like, we're just going to open it up. It's gender fluid. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And, uh, that's, that's cool. Uh, they're doing it in a very interesting way <laughs> for sure. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's a very interesting way to avoid the controversy, <laughs> right? I mean, it's a very creative <laughs> way. I can't say that I would come up with a better way, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, hell a slider. That that's that changes everything. I mean, that's not an endowment slider. That's a that's a full you know. That's a you wheel. Can have both bits. You can have one bit, <laughs> half a bit. <laughs> My question uh, really is like, um, is there a taint slider? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I got to get in the so. magazine again. Huh? There is, yeah. but it's tied to story progression. Oh, okay. Oh, the glory days. okay. Rare growing taint. Yeah. The effect <laughs> choices the kind that of... you make. Yeah. I put all my upgrade points into my taint. I was about to exactly. say that. Oh, you exactly. gave me to <laughs> See, that's the kind of shit Assassin's Creed is missing. That's why I never finished those games. There's no taint progression. Progress. That's progress. We live in the future, and the future is now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sliders. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so happy to live in this time. <laughs> yeah, I'm Get pretty more happy. agile as your tank goes up. Yeah. <laughs> I think here in a few points. years, we're going to be asking, where's the taint slider in every single game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Madden 21? Like new- yeah. <laughs> where's the taint? I like that new Call of Duty game, but no taint slider? What the fuck? Spyro into the dragon remake. Yeah, great. I love it. Nostalgia. Where's the taint slider? Oh, there's the t-shirt, boys. Where's the taint? (laughs) Gotta have that taint. We'll make t-shirts. It says got taint on there. Spread awareness. (laughs) We have fun. Let's spread (laughs) some awareness about the recent games. Uh, announced for Game Pass. Right, I'm going to toss this to you. And I have failed Damn, to introduce you. Slick. Yeah, thank you. I have failed to introduce you. I just let you hop right in. Uh, Ryan is a good friend of everybody on the show. He went to well, well high sorry. school with three of us. You recently got married and COVID-19 all in Hawaii. Congratulations. Yeah, thank on you. On both thank accounts. You. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Should have got a card. Talk a yeah, little bit about his, about his stock portfolio. <laughs> it's all in crypto, I think. Good. Uh, Good. Most of it. Most of it. Um, I'm actually quite uh, versed in, in the cryptocurrency world myself. So if you want to talk bit Bitcoins later, we can do that. 
I yeah, I absolutely need oh, yeah. that. Okay, cool. Uh, so uh, don't worry, Josh. I'm gonna make you real proud on this one. Um, so new games coming to Game Pass this month. We're looking at DayZ. We're looking at Final Fantasy IX. We're looking at Fractured Minds, and we're looking at Red Dead Two. Oh, yeah. When, was that good? Red Dead. Wow. Perfect. Killed it. Yeah. Here, Red Dead Two surprised me actually. Yeah. Um, That's a good until- ad. It is. It is. I was honestly really surprised that they were going to put that one out there so soon. Um, And then as I was scrolling down, I'm looking at the ones that are leaving soon, and they're swapping that out for Grand Theft Auto V. So GTA Mm. is leaving. And that kind of made a little more sense to me. Um, It's a little frustrating because here where I live um, in the Chateau, I've got... I've got on you know, <laughs> when it's uh, when, on a on a clear day when there are no clouds. I'm pulling in like five megabytes per second download speed. Um, and so the day Grand Theft Auto Five came out on Game Pass, I was all over it. Downloaded, boom, and I was like three gigs away from getting to play it. Oh no! <laughs> now it's gone. Yeah, now I got to start right. downloading. Red Dead 2. I just hope I can get it done uh-huh. this month. Yeah. With COVID, yeah. everyone's sucking up the bandwidth. I'll never get that one finished. You have to pull it to a yeah. McDonald's parking lot, bud. Yeah, Damn exactly. your video games. I'm just uh-huh. sketching out his, it, his uh, cyberpunk character. Months. <laughs> Rockstar uh, tossed it in the dumpster. Forgotten some other baby. ones leaving are um, Black Desert, Doom, mm. Um, mm-hmm. Lego Ninjago movie, the video game oh, that was personally oh, my pick for game yeah, of the year. Yeah. Uh, it's going to yeah. be hard to let that one go. Mega Man yeah. Legacy, Metal Gear Survive, which I kind of always intended to play, mm-hmm. but never did yeah. because of the reviews. Banner Saga, Wolfenstein 2. I will tell you, we're kind of laughing about the Lego game, but I've got a buddy that got back into Xbox and swooped him an Xbox One and got Game Pass because his boy's like eight or nine. He's starting to get him into some video games in like, you know, with reasonable time frames and all that kind of stuff. And he's into the Ninjago, Lego Ninjago shit. Mm. And that was one of the things that got him to buy it. So I don't, I haven't talked to him. I, I bet he doesn't know this is happening. And I hate, I, should I tell him or should I just let it happen to him? Just let it happen to him. Okay. I think you've got to give him a head up, heads up. He's got to have like a, an ice cream ready for that kid or something. Cause you got to swap okay. him out. Right. At least the moment that it leaves, he can go, oh, I'll be back in a second, son. I got to go pee-pee. Oh, no. I got to go get some jewel pods and it just fucking disappears. I'm going to be here for this. Dad, the Lego game's not here anymore. Oh, got to go pee. (laughs) See you later. My dad left the pee when I was little. He never came back. (laughs) I've bought every Lego game that's came out since. Hoping uh, that one day it would return. Yeah. Oh, nah. hell. Don't give him a heads up. What lesson does he learn then? The world's a cruel place. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, he's an adult. His boy's going to learn it eventually, but like, he already knows that. You know? Oh, okay. Well, that's fair then. <laughs> I, got one, I got one and one. Anybody else? We got? Are you guys on the fence? <laughs> yeah. Or, or I mean, uh, Josh stuff. and Kyle, you fence sitting? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's just got to happen to him. Okay. You know, the kid's got to learn pain without reason. That's, that's very, right. That's very important. <laughs> Naturally. He's eight. Well, you're but never speaking, too young. 
of pain without reason. Where is the Lego Bionicle game that we deserve? Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, we're rebooting, we're rebooting everything. Where's Bionicle? Yeah, yeah. We should uh, start a change.org petition for that. Yeah. At the minimum. GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We've already got a lot of GoFundMe's in the mix. We have one. We have one. What are well, the GoFundMe's? It's a nickel at a time. Like a bill. <laughs> they won't even yeah. know what they're funding. There hasn't been a Lego Bionicle since Game Boy Advance. Exactly. Oof. That's what I'm saying. No one listens. <laughs> I, shit. Okay. I so, wouldn't play it if it came out. Wow. Well, Would or wrong. wouldn't? Wouldn't. I could uh, care you motherfucker. less. Do you not even I'd remember re- the toys? Re- oh, Lego Ninja Go. I'm not going to get you right now. Kyle, you can Speak. subscribe to my email. <laughs> Speaking of things as disappointing as not getting a new Lego fucking Bionicles game. How about that Series X gameplay reveal? Oh, before we do that, we're going to take some fan questions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh. So, questions. another fun thing about Ryan. So, he's known us forever, but he used a fake name and started emailing <laughs> me about the podcast, pretending to be a high school student <laughs> named Randall. And this went on for some weeks. <laughs> and he, he had uh, plenty of criticisms for the show, including... Um, Brooks talks about religion too much. Hunter has really had just breathing. not respectable. <laughs> and he's not respectable. <laughs> uh, what was Kyle? Oh, Kyle, it was uh, we, we were very inclusive, yeah. And so, wacky conversation. does he think he's a Jew? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's high school all over. Well, yeah. you know, sometimes to speak the truth, we have to speak from behind a mask. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so, Well, you, you mentioned it earlier, in addition to being the interim VP of the WBFC, <laughs> um, you know, I also am the mod for the What's in the Box <laughs> subreddit. Um, I organize oh, most perfect. of the fan meetups. You know, I've got my finger on the pulse sure. of the Boxer Nation. Um, and when I told them, game on, you know, that I was going to be on the podcast, it blew up. They lost their minds. And I don't think that I could show my face at the Shreveport meetup if I didn't at least try (laughs) to get you guys to answer some of these questions. Um, so would you mind if I asked you a couple, uh, fan submitted questions? Not at all. Bring it on. Okay, uh, the first one's really f- uh, for anybody. It comes from uh, Reddit user Olfactory Auditor. Um, what does Josh <laughs> smell like? Um, have Have you ever smelled a very strong horse after a swift run through the forest? <laughs> just that mix like a- of just that mix of leather. And sweat. Uh, and it's it's an impressive scent. I've said several times in Josh and I's life together that if I could bottle and sell it, I'd be a millionaire. But you need a candle. Isn't there like a, a Mountain Dew deodorant created somewhere? It was like that mixed with you know, been sweaty after applying some of that. 
I, so I'm like, here. If I if I could weigh in, I'm here. You know, just basking in it, and it's a very, it's a, it's a masculine smell, but not like, not like sexist. Not like he's trying to be masculine. You know, it's like he's subtle, subtle it's masculinity. Like I can, I can, yeah. It's I like can, he's um, redefining masculinity. You can tell okay. by my smell, I'm down with women's suffrage. <laughs> well, no. bad omen. That's the same thing. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, here's another one. This one comes from a Yahoo user, um, uh, Flat Spare, uh, a good, g- great contributor to the fandom. Um, and he just wants to know for anybody, what's it like in the studio with all these guys? Mm. I always get I mean, weird your, looks. Your pants get tighter for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would. So we all have kind of different methodologies to getting ready for the show. Hunter takes a shot of whiskey. Kyle has to bless Nip. He cannot wear a shirt while we're recording. And check a monster. He yeah, a monster. I'm allergic. He usually punches hole in something. Um, Brooks sings a lot of the hits from the Broadway musical Guys and Dolls. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what they're from. And so I, I think yeah. being in the studio. And I like to listen to that on repeat. Yeah, we we kind of have to. Take the snow back with you. Yeah, yeah, you have to be very open and understanding of everyone's quirks. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, the, it's also you kind of make a pact to kind of keep everything close to the vest. You know, we don't talk about the time I shit myself at work. Um, we don't talk about the time (laughs) (laughs) and how and how you introduce yourself to everyone now as hi i'm josh not to josh the ship every time we're in public yeah i I meet a woman at the bar yeah and i'm like hey i'm josh not the josh that shit himself at work (laughs) (laughs) no it's uh i'm sorry what was the question <laughs> What's it like to be in that room with all those guys? Well, it's a mix of fear and excitement every time. I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, Not that anything's going to happen, but you know because of the implication. Might man, <laughs> no, it's what keeps it fun and fun and funky. WBFC is going to love that. Uh, thank you guys. Um, there's this one is just for Kyle. Um, this one was sent to me as a direct mm. message from the what's in the box grinder account. The fan account is set up. Um, oh boy. This one is from Kyle lover LXIX, And it is, um, <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> what is your home address? <laughs> oh. My new blessing. It would get me in trouble one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> And all those feet pictures you've been yeah. posting. You guys, been, you've been posting too many of those. I'm not. Is Kyle? that our Bumble account? Is it just feet pictures? Uh, Is it just Kyle's feet pictures? <laughs> all the ones I've been able to get from Google Image Search. I'm yeah. sorry, Grinder. It was Grinder, wasn't it? I think that yep. username was the first time I've ever heard 69 in Roman numerals. Don't underestimate. Yeah, 29 years on the planet. The, uh, don't underestimate uh, your fan brace. They're very cerebral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like us. Like us. Uh, okay, so Kyle, that one that one's all yours. Go, man. 
Oh, yeah. Well, I thought I already said it. Hey, again. No, I'm yeah, pretty sure on. I said it already. Yeah. No, let's try yeah, and get huh? one with, with no background noise and articulate very clearly just so that nobody's going to uh, uh, mishear your answer. Uh, home address and go. Oh, just a second. I got I to gotta look it up real quick. Okay, here we go. I'll, I'll set it up. Here's your, here's your cut, Josh. It is 1337 Midway Road, Dallas, Texas. 75287. And there you go. Boxer Nation. You got your wow. address. One, one last question. I'm sorry. One last one. Uh, this one's for Hunter. Uh, and it comes from uh, this is also off of the uh, grinder. This one comes from Coach Smith. Uh, <laughs> minutes to your name. Um, this oh. question is um, How would the outcome of the war have been different if the Germans had not been so committed to the Schlieffen plan? <laughs> Um, oh, I know a bit about the Schlieffen plan, actually. Believe <laughs> um, it or not, first, of course you do. And it, uh, you know, no plan survives first contact. Uh, you know, I think I think we all agree that if they hadn't sent all of those troops through Belgium, and would have been able to punch right through the French lines, and that's that's on Schlieffen. I think we can all agree. Uh, and, and von Maltke, but that's I think that's a story for another time because we can do a whole podcast. In fact, I uh, I'm thinking of starting a whole podcast on the Schlieffen plan and why Schlieffen Schlein Savant, <laughs> the podcast. We call it uh, Schlieffen in Seattle. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Schlieffen's <laughs> list. Oh, yeah, what a good idea. Briggs and I were talking the other day about doing a podcast where it was just like uh, this day in 1955. <laughs> <laughs> and we just pretended. <laughs> 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 oh, we immediately God. started running into the words we couldn't use. It took about 30 oh, seconds no. before we realized that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> well, it was a good day for Ricketts. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! Oh, shit. Okay. Um, let's, let's talk about the Xbox Series X uh, gameplay reveal. Thank you for the thanks questions. For all the right? questions. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Boxer no, Nation. No, no, no. Thanks. Yeah. Thank the Boxer Nation. They send me these constantly. I'll I'll start forwarding you some of them. Some of the less graphic ones. Perfect. Um, so today on uh, the Inside Xbox stream, they started to show some gameplay from the Series X. And so a lot of these videos, they touted it was just going to be like a pure gameplay thing. That wasn't really the case. There's a lot of cinematics, but it was all in-engine. And it was primarily indie games. There wasn't a lot of AAA representation, but it was all third-party, no... Uh, Xbox Game Studios games were shown off. Those will be shown off in July. Let's let's, let's, let's look at this list here real quick. Yeah, it's going to be a big Tom Softy for me, Josh. I got to say, it's going to be a big Tom Softy overall for me. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, um, I think one thing they're really going to run into on trying to show this stuff off, because early next-gen stuff is always like stuff that looks like it could be on the current gen almost every time. Like, mm -hmm. that's just how it goes. 
and and most of the big features for this is like really fast load times, high frame rate, and then like the support of bringing your library forward and all that kind of stuff. Is there a lot of the big perks with this? It's more of a performance than probably like a big graphical leap, um, and that's a hard thing to just like show off in this format. But they started with a game called Bright Memory Infinite, which was made by one person developer in China. And I think it was good that they led with this one because I think this was really one of the only game trailers that probably showed off the like lighting effects and yeah. some of the like the environmental effects and stuff all looked really nice, really, really, really sharp, really stunning visually. Um, and so it's a first person shooter with like melee and some superpower type stuff. Uh, kind of looked a lot like Crisis. And, yeah, it looked really. The gameplay looked really generic, but yeah. you know, I mean, the graphics looked cool, looked yeah, they, good. Yeah, but it was just kind of underwhelming. Sure. And then uh, they showed, showed they showed they showed Dirt Five, um, which nothing to write home about. Um, and then they showed a game called Scorn. Which let's talk about Scorn. Yeah. I must say, why would you name it that? <laughs> Destiny oh boy. Flashbacks. Yeah. What did you think of Scorn Hunter? Well, it was, uh, I think they nailed it. If they were going for creepy and yeah. also boobs and yeah. sexual undertone, well, they were pretty overt. Yeah. At what point can you call them an overtone? Undertone. Yeah. boobs in it. Yeah. yeah, no, that's overt. Yeah, that that's penis quite. thing came out of the wall. Yeah. Get out of it, dude. It was dripping and shit. What the yeah. fuck was that? Oh, my. Yeah. yeah, there's some oh gameplay God. out there for that, for that, or some more video on that game. That one got released a few, like the initial announcement. That was like a few years ago, yeah. wasn't it? I think it was last year, but yeah, it's uh, it may have been a few years ago. It looks interesting. Um, the actual like gameplay seems to be first person kind of uh, survival horror slash action, um, okay, puzzle solving stuff. I don't know where the story comes in, but it does look fucking bizarre. And that trailer looked fucking bizarre. The trailer they showed was was no context. No context at all. No gameplay, no story, just like weird, creepy shit. My God. I love those. I love those trailers. I love the atmosphere. They're kind of setting up. I love the ambiance. But what do you do? Yeah, and in almost right. every game that was shown, that was kind of the general feeling. It's like, okay, cool. Ooh. But what is this? Game? I mean, I think it's there. There are too many of these trailers that are like movie trailers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think movies can get away with this because that's all the movie is. You know mm-hmm. what a movie is. You're going to sit down and you're going to watch a movie. But with yeah. a game, I think you got to have gameplay in there, even if it's one of these early trailers. Is you just got to give them an idea what genre it is at least. Right. Even even stuff that you kind of know, like the uh, the Valhalla cinematic trailer was incredible. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it was it was incredible. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of this uh, this video that we're talking about, they're like, "Stay play, stay tuned for some gameplay of Valhalla, and we'll go. get to it." I guess. But it's like, bitch, that is not what people are talking about when they say they want gameplay. I was not. Yeah, it was just cinematic. It was all more cinematic stuff. Like it was in. It looked like it was in game cinematic. But I guess we'll talk about that later. But uh, I agree with you, Ryan. 
what the what do you what what is it? What are you actually doing? It's it's it looks neat and it gives you an idea of the overall theme. You know what I'm saying, but yeah, yeah. And I think a game like Assassin's Creed can get away with that kind of cinematic trailer more because right. of what I was talking about earlier. History. It yeah. is Assassin's Creed. You know what you're doing. Of, of all the Crazy. ones, let, let's maybe talk about like what you. What was the standout to you? I think Scorn was probably like the most like visually unnerving like kind of standout. Like it kind of gave you pause. Yeah. So I guess that's something. But like maybe beyond that one, like what was there any game that caught your eye that made you more interested in the system, or is it all kind of just like, eh? Uh, it looks good, and I mean I'm excited for the power of the system and all that kind of shit, and I'll get it, you know. What I mean? But mm -hmm. as far as these games go, I I didn't see a game that I was like, oh, I have to have the system for this right. game. Yeah, yeah. No, but like the ascent stuck out to me because I love I like I was the world stuck out to me. Yeah, that yeah, kind of I shit. But the one. gameplay of it that they showed was like ah not necessarily into that that uh that top kind down yeah yeah i don't know I, for the uh, world that they set up I, w I was a little disappointed when they started showing some gameplay and that's what it was but uh and that well that island adventure one kind of tickled my chode a bit just the yeah. the what was it calling of the sea or something like that call of the sea yeah it looked yeah. it looked really interesting yeah. I, I, Again, it didn't seem like there was enough gameplay to really know if it was going to be like Firewatch or, you know, was it more, were you more involved? Um, but just the narrative they set with it looked neat, but I'm sure, it, you know, $30 game. It's another Sea of Thieves game. I'm, no. kind of, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for that time period that that art style um, yeah. sets up. I'm getting some um, Bioshock vibes, you know. And it, from what I could tell from the trailer, is it seems um, like you're on a track a little bit more, like the map is a little more defined. It's not an open world game, almost like a fable um, or something, like a yeah. fable two or something. Yeah. It's open and, world, kinda, not really. Yeah, and and with those games, it's you really got to have a hook. It seems like, and that hook is what makes it or breaks it. Like Bioshock's not an open world game. But at the time, it was so novel and just fun that I think it sold it. And so I'm interested to see a little more gameplay for Call of the Sea, I think. I also am interested to see some, you know, AAA footage on it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's cool that you're showing these games off, but at the same time, I mean... So th these games aren't the ones people are buying the system for. Right? No. And this Josh is and I are talking... your first impression of yes. the system, and you're leading with these... Yeah, and Josh and I were kind of talking uh, earlier today or yesterday about how we kind of want to see some games that are going to be on this console generation, like what they're going to look like, you know, on that that we've seen on consoles. Like That's something to compare it to. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, just, to, just to get a scope of, yeah, that graphical upgrade. But I don't know, like I said... It, I want to see Overwatch, I want to see Rainbow Six, I want to see Destiny, like show yeah. me those games with higher frame rate and... Yeah. Let's see what that looks like. I do got to say, though, I appreciate them going with some of these um, kind of out in the weed types of games. Yeah. That's not that's not the right the right phrase for it. But the ones that aren't your AAA blockbusters. Yeah, sure. I do. They like did that games. very well. Mm hmm. I did think that the medium game or whatever, I thought that one looked really cool. The yeah, there was so little one, to it. It was yes. kind of like, okay, what's what is this? Yeah. They call it a psychological horror. 
game. Yeah. That's yeah. Ooh. Yeah, and it's from like uh, where where were that? Where's that developer from? Um, okay, it's the same people that did Blair Witch. Um, yeah, which I loved. I mean, he sounded real like European. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eastern yeah, Block Boys. <laughs> Psychological horror, though. What does that mean anymore? As a genre. I can call any well, it, game. It I meant a lot more when they started developing the game, and then 2020 started, and we have a whole different version. <laughs> right. Desensitized. <laughs> I mean, I'm putting Animal Crossing in psychological horror. <laughs> yeah. I got I gotta pay on this home loan. Yeah. Yeah. It hangs over your head every <laughs> time you log into the fucking little ATM machine. I gotta yeah. fill out this critterpedia. Whose yeah. birthday is it today? Shit. Fuck, I get the gift. Yeah, coconut, <laughs> orange. All the things that I hate in my regular life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, imagine, imagine the psychological horror of having to listen to Brooks talk about that game all the time. Oh, I don't talk about geez. that game all the time. I won't shut up about it. So these are dangerous waters, Josh. We talk about Destiny an awful lot to be razzing anybody. Yeah. Well, Josh has to get off the I have to get my revenge. Jesus, I take shit for it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks, you cross? Yeah. Dude, you cross? Yeah. Oh, I don't man. know what that means, but yeah, for sure. Dude, you gotta hit me up. He's I'm crossing already now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cross what? <laughs> That's what Animal Crossing is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't cross. <laughs> no, I'm across. I'm, no. I'm across no, here. No, no, I no. started three days ago, though. I'm in, I'm I'm a virgin. Okay, well, I mean, you need some pears. I got you, bro. Fuck yeah, I need pears. I only got coconuts and oranges, dog. I got, I got any fruit you need. What? I got you. Okay. Yeah, you come all on, right, man. All right. All right. Hit me up. I'll come see your island. Show me that fruit code. Uh, <laughs> I, I need Sorry, Hunter, iron. what were you saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember. I'm just, I'm into into the new lingo of uh, of, of Nintendo. Cross. <laughs> I don't cross, but I want to now just to be hip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah. I mean, yeah, you gotta. <coughs> Sounds stupid. Wife crosses. Yeah. Hey, you watch your tongue. Uh, part speaking of the kids now, because I use the lingo. Speaking of psychological horror, um, that pretty much covers all all the games there. Uh, I I felt like these games would have been featured in the middle of an E three show. These are mm-hmm. not what they would have led with. This is not what they would have ended with. This is square in the middle of an E3 show. And I'm kind of wondering if they've just kind of chopped up what they were going to unveil at E3 and they're kind of like wanting to build up the bigger stuff. Because they're, yeah, like, yeah, they're, they're doing another one in They're doing another one in July. So Yeah, that's a good point. It's not it's not the the main stage. It's not what you're there for, but it's all the other stuff that you enjoy, that you want to see when you're there. Which could feel weird, weird just seeing by itself. But if it had been part of a one single show. All these games and then Madden. Yeah. <laughs> and a Forza. <laughs> I love how they don't even give you a video for that one. You fucking know what it is. Shut up. Sit down. It's Get the it. next one. Yeah. 21. <laughs> yeah. uh, the second extinction, uh, and then we can move on. The second extinction oh, yeah. looked looked interesting to me, too. Yeah. Fucking yeah. dinosaur slaying. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be one of those games that that's all it fucking is, bitch. Mm. I'm clean and close. We're going to kill some goddamn reptiles. Yeah, Yeah. bitch. It just. I'm in. I'm into it. My concern on that one is it's Avalanche 
and it looks a lot like Generation Zero. I feel like they're just switching out robots for dinosaurs. And it's yeah, interesting. I, well, I enjoyed that game. Yeah, I'm try this one out. Yeah, I think polish it up. If it's a more polished experience, I would probably be into it. Yeah, same. In in my mind, this is the new Turok game. Mm. Is what I'm I'm watching oh. here. It's immediately yeah. what I thought. I was I'll like, oh my god, please say Turok. Please fucking say it. <laughs> yeah. Didn't see a bow and arrow but... though. Mm. Pretty a short video pretty though. Cool. Oh, yeah. I hope. Yeah. I thought that Yakuza game looked weird. I was hoping they. <laughs> yeah, I forgot Keep about the that. lines of the other one, but uh, looks like they just went balls to the wall with that one. Fuck it, let's <laughs> add magic. Got it wild. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, you got to beat the last one, and the last one was off the wall sometimes. Yeah, I I'm still very glad Xbox has those games now. That yeah. makes me happy because um, they're all been very critically acclaimed and stuff. But yeah, I agree. Trailers will will crack rock. Um. Okay, let's move on. So we, we hopped in, we played Streets of Rage 4, which is the follow-up to the side-scroller beat-em-up on Sega Genesis in the 90s. So it was a trilogy of games. Uh, this was an 8-bit game, of course, at the time. This new one uses a comic book kind of art style. It was very flat. General impressions of this one. Yep, it was a side-scroller beat-em-up. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Streets of Rage, but I didn't think it looked as good. I wish I yeah, would have kept the eight bit and not right. the like weird three D modeling they did for it. Yeah, I agree. I would have preferred it to just look like the original art style. Um, see, I we were talking about this a lot while we were hopping into it. I never played Streets of Rage. I played Final Fight, which was the exact same type of game, and it was bothering me how many of the player models seemed ripped from Final Fight in this game. And it's like Jesus Christ, that game came out in like. 91 92 and you're like ripping off the character models from a game that's that old like that's weird to me you didn't make that game so the same developer like i don't know all of that felt kind of odd and all the same mechanics of like you know you punch them they drop a weapon you can pick it up you can throw it you can hit them with it um i don't know it, it's a big like, boss at the end yeah minutes if, later if you were gonna bring this back why not expound on the form a little bit yeah like add something like dodge or a block yeah how about turn friendly fire off you cunts right yeah here's here's my my devil's advocate right here um this is supposed to be a callback to nostalgia why do you need innovations i think you could hook me with the nostalgia of the old games give me get my beak wet give me something Give me something that keeps me playing it because I will not finish that game because it's so fucking frustrating well, with and, when you run into some of those bosses that just wreck you and you can't stop their attacks. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, there's nothing you can do. You just got to sit there and take it. And it's basically uh, moderating your your life. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no, there's no stopping mm-hmm. any of that shit. Uh, and that's, that's frustrating. Yeah, that's what I think is the fundamental struggle of games like this is this is an arcade game. And what is an arcade game supposed to do? It's supposed to separate small children from their quarters. (laughs) It's supposed to have a difficulty curve that makes you keep retrying and resetting and starting over and making a little bit further and just retry, retry, retry. And how do you innovate 
a game that is at its core an arcade game. I think that's the struggle. Yeah, well, but at the same time, I, I mean, you can argue back that, like, you know, Dark Souls or Cuphead, games like that, have taken that same concept. And I think what they could have done with the Street Fighter Age game is give the nostalgia callback to the 8-bit art style. They miss me with the new 3D, like, model rendering, and then tweak the gameplay just a touch to make it a little more innovative. You know, it could still be challenging, but it just seems like they, they, they got that twisted. And... They were so, they, they cashed in on the wrong part of the nostalgia train. They didn't say let's make a a good game that's you know entertaining and good at its fundamental gameplay. <laughs> they said let's cash in on the fucking characters and the story and the name moniker and and do that. And it is cool when you get something that calls back to you know Street Fighter Age. Josh and I had talked about it, and he said, "What was the game again? It was on Super Nintendo." Final Fight. Final Fight, and I googled it while Hunter and him were playing Street Rage 4, which is stupid because you can't play four-player online. Dumb. Fix that. On That's my biggest mode. criticism. Yeah, on the yeah. story mode. Yeah. So, stupid. Anyways, um, Street Rage came out on the Sega Genesis to combat Final Fight on the SNES, and so that's why a lot of it is is kind of ripped off, but, you know, you're, you're calling back nostalgia, but it's really just calling nostalgia back to that era of those games and there are several First like generation it. console war yeah and there and there are several games out there like it and so i just think you know you could have you could have done a better job it feels like a cash-in is what it feels like so but, that i thought that was really interesting that you brought up cuphead which i think was really successful i've enjoyed playing it i think it's a lot it's hard harder as than this. exactly yeah, oh absolutely <laughs> so what do you think it was about cuphead what the gameplay that made it successful, but something like this just feels kind of like drudgery. Well, I think it's, I think like for me, cause I get very frustrated with games like that, but it's, it's the, you know, what went into the visuals of that game and it's, it's awesome to play through that and see it. Cause you know, each one of those frames is hand drawn. And so that's an incentive for me to want to get through it and see more of the bosses and stuff like that it's very unique in its art style. Um, it is difficult as hell and I have not beat it because of that reason, <laughs> but yeah, that was um, like the gameplay is not particularly innovative either, but the art style carries. The art so style far. is great. The, yeah. The context, the music, doing all that action, the music. Yeah. The music's incredible. great. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's, it's a well made game. This was not a well made <laughs> game. And for it to be a release that's so far, the gap is so far between Streets of Rage 3 and then this new installment. I don't know. Like you could have done something really good and you didn't. I but. think I I think for me the biggest difference between Cuphead and this, just in terms of gameplay, is that gameplay loop. You die in Cuphead, you're back in the game in three seconds. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. You're back in. Um, with this one, I felt like I, I would play 20 minutes on this level, die, go back to the beginning, play through this 20-minute level again, where if you're playing with one of the bigger guys, you've got to walk slowly all right. the way back through this, killing one guy at a time. Cuphead, you can beat on those run-and-gun levels. You beat that entire level. 25 seconds 30 seconds that's the whole level that's all it takes 
but you're dying, you're resetting, you're making it a little farther, and it's just click, 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 you're going. This one just felt so slow to me sometimes. Yeah, it's it's not a horrible game. We shouldn't uh, be – I shouldn't be as pessimistic about it. I guess I've been kind of I'm, – I'm sorry, Streets of Rage 4. I'm sorry. Shouldn't have been that way to you. Um, it's fun inherently. It's just it can be frustrating, and it's lacked out in a lot of things that where it left a lot of – it could have been better. That's it. It just could it could have been yeah. better. It could have been a lot better. I mean, I think the only place that it innovated – Paired to the same style of the game from the last generation of those games was just the the graphics, you know, and uh, that's that was just a bummer. That was all. You know? yeah. They didn't bum me out. I don't give a fuck if it's eight bit or whatever the crap. I, mean, I don't play those fighting games very much though. So yeah. I went I? back. I didn't have a Sega, uh, and I didn't play Final Fight yeah. on the SNES that I had. But I went back and on Steam at their ninety nine cents for the first three. So oh I went hell yeah. Back and I played the first one for a little while, and it was, you know, arcade game. And then I went back and I played this one, and I, I do think there were some huge improvements uh, that happened. There's in this one, there's this like back attack that you can do. Yeah. I so like if someone's yeah. coming up behind you, you just pop the trigger, and boom, you can kind of get them off your back and and knock them down. That is huge improvement from the other game. Um, in the first one, I didn't feel like there was much in the way of like combos like you really just punch punch maybe yeah and some of the combos in this one feel really good exactly especially you catch two like or three that. people in them mm-hmm. yeah they added some stuff where you know you do a couple punches you throw the item it hits them it bounces back you catch it you do a hit you throw it again like it felt a little more geared towards all right ryan's got me back on the fence combat. ryan's got me back on the fence i mean compared to that first one sure your lion's good <laughs> I, w- I will say that and the other thing i did i didn't play it long enough to get the unlockables but i was watching this video yeah. about some of the stuff you unlock as you go and i think they nailed the unlockables because you unlock um some of the older characters you unlock the unlock like 16 bit character models who have their own um move sets so it's not just a reskin of those main characters. Um, you unlock a couple of the other ones. Um, the old ones, it's funny. Like you remember in the first one, they don't have any special moves. It's punch, punch, and then you've got like your cop buddy that drives. That you can call buddy. in and he shoots his. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, yeah, they, that's, still, that's still their only special when you unlock the new ones. Okay. So I think in terms of like the unlocks yeah. and getting those old skins and unlocking that old gameplay, I think that's how you do it. I think that's how you you hearken back to those halcyon days of yore and yeah. get people into it. I just wish they kind of would have updated that other stuff a little more. I thought the intro story could have been just a smidge better. I mean, I know it's a it's a fighting game, arcade game, but <laughs> it was you just weird. weren't feeling it. It was so you didn't yeah. didn't like that Mr. X's kids yeah. are called the Y Syndicate. <laughs> yeah, didn't, exactly. <laughs> didn't do it for you. And the one guy was a, apparently an apprentice of Mr. Zon, Mr. Mm. Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't realize I didn't realize that's how last names worked. Like yeah. I got to change the first letter of my kids' last names, and they got to change right. theirs. It's a progression it's type of thing. Yeah. You can track how many cycles through the alphabet you've been. You can figure out your your Civil War ancestor's last name mm-hmm. if you just get the That's alphabet true. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. We're fucking up. 
is the lesson Wait, that I learned from Shooters of Rage 4. That sounds like just another step. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Can you just have the same last name and find out who your warrior ancestor is that way? Why do you no. need to change the letter? No, 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 ancestry. No. That's not the extra steps. No, that won't work. I'm not going to tell you why, but it it won't. You just can't trust me. It won't. <laughs> this way's better. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Well, I'm glad you could bring that insight into Streets of Rage Four. Yeah, uh, over our overwhelming mm-hmm. negativity. Um, yeah. Because I arguably I didn't get probably enough of it digested to to be fair. I just uh, I took Agreed. what I played of it, and that's what I you know judge, which is we're critiquing games. You know, can be flawed sometimes, but uh, overall, I just I didn't I didn't care for the presentation. But I'll probably go back and give it another whirl for sure, since it's there. And I uh, like the music. I forgot to say that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought that was pretty good. So if you had a time machine, mm-hmm. and you could go back mm-hmm. and hit these developers before they even started and say, "Look, here's what you need to add. You got to get with the times. Here's what all the cool kids are doing." Add this to your game. What would you have them add? Dodge, dodge for fuck's sake! Dodge, Thank you. Jesus Thank you. Christ! Yeah, kind of counter, some kind of oh, counter ability. That annoyed the piss out of me. Yeah, I'd also have mad Jesus Christ. Oh, I mean, As we can only use a little bit more Jesus. No. Does the character like yell it before a nasty combo or something? <laughs> or afterwards? No, add be afterwards. Mm-hmm. As Jesus a playable Christ. character. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, God mode, huh? God mode, yeah. Uh, See, I would have them. I would have them add genital customization. <laughs> uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, I think that's as good of a note as any to wrap Bricks, why don't we end this episode like we end every episode by telling the good folks at home what's in the box? It's a uh, autographed copy uh, of our new RPG uh, coming out, so you'll get an early release of this single-player game. Uh, it is titled Fisting Dragons '77. And why is it called uh, why why '77? It's the '77th uh, installment. Of the Fisting Dragon Saga. Come on, Jeff. Quite a long book series. <laughs> huh. Is that the oh, only reason? Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, no, don't you get like eight more special dialogue things when you beat it? <laughs> yeah. I don't think we, uh, I know we already wrapped up the episode, but I don't think we went into our, like, you know, actual score for Street Rage 4. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a Tom Softy for me. Okay. Softy. Yeah. All Squarely. Right. Tom Middling. Oh. Okay. Rare All Middling right. appears. Boxer okay. Nation, what do you think? Leave a comment down below. Um, let me know if you think it was great. Let me know if you think it was terrible. Uh, you know, drop those comments. Don't forget hit subscribe. Okay. Ryan, what did you? Ryan, not good. I'm sorry. We've already we've already closed it all off. Did you know there's a remake of the Streets of Rage? There's like a fan remake. You can just download it online. It's all three games. 
Damn. with every character from every game. Just back to back. Yeah, just back-to-back. super long Streets of Rage. Yeah, you just play, and you can play any character from any game in any other game. All the you know moves are updated. No shit. Yeah, yeah. so if you if you want, yeah, just play that. That's that's my rating. Just play something else. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay, all right, Kyle. It's Tom Middling from Kyle. Yeah. Oh yeah, my bad. (laughs) No, you're not getting my address again. <laughs> fuck, I didn't write it down. Um, uh, Ryan, thank you so much for being on the show. <laughs> Love to have anybody. Of course, uh, indeed. In there. All right, cool. Well, bring us some more questions speed. next time. Ready? <laughs> Game on, boxers. <laughs> <laughs>